Need a quick place to pick up some of your favorite keto foods like Primal Kitchen mayo, coconut milk, almond butter, MCT oil, and sea salt at the best prices possible? Then head on over to thrivemarket.com keto to fill your low-carb, high-fat needs all in one place. Thrive Market sells the very best ketogenic-friendly brands at wholesale prices, so you're not spending your whole paycheck to get what you really want. Because they work directly with their members and cut out the middlemen, they can pass on the very best savings to you. I love that they donate a complimentary membership to a low-income family, veteran, or teacher for each new member who joins the Thrive Market family. I've hand-selected 25 of my favorite low-carb, high-fat products that I think you're going to love, too. For you, my listeners, you'll get 25% off your first purchase, plus free shipping, plus a free 30-day trial of Thrive Market to see for yourself what an amazing way to shop keto this is. Don't forget, the prices are already 25 to 50% below retail, so you get these things as an added value. So go to thrivemarket.com keto to take advantage of this exclusive offer for fans of my podcast, Thrive Market. Do you want to test for breath ketones and need a breath ketone analyzer to do that? Then let me introduce you to the first reusable breath ketone analyzer. It's called Ketonics, K-E-T-O-N-I-X. Ketonics.com is their website, and you've heard me talking about them here for years, and now they have a brand new technology that I think you're going to like. It's the Ketonics Bluetooth with battery. This is the latest version of Ketonics that's come out here in 2017. It connects with the latest iOS and Android software, and it's available for mobile devices like smartphones and tablet. It is a reusable instrument that can be used thousands of times and you can record your breath ketones locally on your mobile device, smartphone, tablet, or online account at ketonics.com. You can anonymously contribute your data to studies of ketogenic diets. So again, it's the brand new Ketonics Bluetooth. Head on over to ketonics.com and get the latest and greatest version of Ketonics. Coming up in episode 1291, Miriam Hanin. Connecting and educating and making the world a more informed and healthier place. You're listening to the Live in La Vida Low Carb Show with Jimmy Moore. You've helped change so many lives and give us all the courage to take on the rest of the world. This is the longest running health podcast on the air today. You've done so much to spread the word about how diet matters. Over 1,000 episodes strong and counting. The amount of lives that you've changed at this point is incalculable. And now, here's our host and international best-selling author you're like the LL Cool J of podcasting Jimmy Moore hey hey guys we're back here on the Livin' La Vida Low Carb Show with Jimmy Moore and today I am very privileged to welcome to the podcast a lady by the name of Miriam Hanain and she's an investigative journalist an activist filmmaker and an entrepreneur She's here today because I want you to know about this documentary that she directed called Vanishing of the Bees. It was narrated by Ellen Page and is co-founder of Honey Colony, an online magazine and marketplace aimed at empowering people to be their own 
best health advocate. Oh, I am so about that, Miriam. Her uh, website's honeycolony.com as well as miriamhanine.com, M-A-R-Y-A-M-H-E-N-E-I-N.com. What's up, Marion? Hi, Jimmy. I'm in Rome, and I'm excited to be on your show. Thank you for the opportunity. Well, when in Rome... <laughs> <laughs> I've always wanted to say that. <laughs> Although that's not quite the case with me. I'm definitely not drinking oh. or smoking cigarettes or any of that. Any other uh, vice that's out there, yeah. <laughs> no, not me. Well, I'm glad that you chose to be a part of uh, the Living La Vida Low Carb show today. Tell us a little bit of your story, how you got to be interested in, in journalism to begin with, and how that turned into activism that you're now making films and you're now doing other things uh, that you're passionate about? Absolutely. Well, I actually graduated from business admin, but I realized as a writer and a very curious spirit uh, that I wanted to go into journalism and studied in Montreal and basically actually wrote to the dean and because they only accept 200 people and told him, listen, I'm not going to go to university if you don't accept me. This is what I want to do with my life. <laughs> and... Uh, very much a journalist, very much um, wanting to dig for the truth. And I had a near-death experience at the age of 29. Yeah. Um, I'm a Canadian. And I, I was in moved to Los Angeles, and I was hit uh, in a crosswalk as a pedestrian oh, by man. an SUV at 30 miles an hour and um, broke several bones and did not have health insurance and quickly realized that Western medicine does not have the answers or the support and, and very much compartmentalizes health issues. And having almost died, wanted to do something that was bigger than me and, and put that out there in the universe. And eventually the bees flew into my life and <laughs> they have stuck pun intended and um, we got a picture of you where they're literally stuck to you <laughs> <laughs> yes they're covered I wanted to show that there's nothing to fear and uh, that you can emanate love and, and that bees are our friends and definitely provide one in every three bites of the food that we eat so I think my health experience coupled with opening up my eyes to the food supply and how we grow food in a very sick way, really plays into one another. And I was then, after making the, the film, ironically, exposed to pesticides myself and then diagnosed with an autoimmune condition that I've been hacking for the past six, six years and have managed to reverse on the most part. Which condition? And I was diagnosed with lupus, lupus. and fibromyal fibromyalgia, but oh. in fact, I was exposed to poisons, and Western medicine does not take into account chemical body burden, which is very much a reality hmm. uh, in this day and age. And I also found out that in a lot of cases, autoimmune conditions are because you have viruses and pathogens that uh, live together and thrive together, yes. one being Epstein-Barr virus. Uh, so I tried so many things, and there are a couple things that stood out that were integral in lowering my ANA levels. As of late, I um, mentioned earlier that I am living a low-carb or no carb almost. I mean, you have to have a little carbs, I think, as a woman. 
existence and adopting on the most part a ketogenic diet and mixed with high intensity workouts and it's it's had really positive effects on my body and that's helped your autoimmune Yes, I think it's it's helped my energy levels, certainly, coupled with other things that I've done. Uh, I, I very much credit coffee enemas, and I, I very much, I did hyperbaric chamber for a bit. Oh, yeah. And I, I also, um, when I'm home in Los Angeles, I started for the past three months doing ozone treatments, and the ozone has so much helped energy levels and uh making me feel vibrant again and also tending to building up the immune system uh, silver cbd have mm-hmm. been part of molecular hydrogen mixing a whole bunch of things also got my certificate in metabolomics looking at the metabolites so i can actually see what is the breakdown in the krebs cycle and and there was obviously a lot of oxidative stress yeah and dealing with the oxidative stress in a more direct manner as opposed to just throwing supplements and not knowing what it is that you're trying to target. Now, you mentioned a few things in there that people may have heard of before or may not have heard of before. I know the hyperbaric oxygen therapy, I've had an expert on here, and that tends to be for uh, cancer patients, uh, tends to help them a lot. And I'm sure you get a lot of those benefits that the cancer patients would. I so want one of those machines, but they're like yes. $15,000, $20,000. Yes, the, the company that I work with um, allows you to rent them. I had the privilege of testing one out for a month yeah. because they are expensive. And so I was, you know, hanging out in there uh, an hour, an hour, half a day, reading, meditating. I, I feel that, you know, also looking at the fact that we're living in a society where we are deprived of oxygen. Yes. And that pathogens live in anaerobic environments. And so when you blast oxygen, it just makes sense that you give the body what it needs to heal. So... There is a company that works with people that is not solely driven by the bottom line and, and allows you to rent them. And then you can put that money towards a purchase if you so choose. Nice. What's that company called? That is it's a good question. <laughs> I, I, it's the company. I'll, I'll email you later, Jimmy. <laughs> no, no, I'll tell you. I'll tell you in a second. I just We can keep going. And then the ozone sorry, blind, therapy, you yeah. were mentioning that. I had never heard of that before. What What's that entail? So you can do ozone through rectal encephalation, through ozonating your water. Yeah, that sounds painful. What what is rectal what'd you say? Insuffer insufferable Insufflate <laughs> no, encephalation. I'm making a joke, uh, I know what you say. Yeah, yeah, I know. It, it's not painful at all. It's it's actually a very quick treatment. People do also ear encephalation. Uh-huh. So I one of the products that we sell is um, ozonated um, oil uh-huh. that really helps people with skin. So we have an affiliate relationship with Puro, and uh, I've been testing out their unit. I had to find a, a generator that luckily a friend didn't need, and and uh, so I have it at my home. Nice. I think that we're going down a trajectory that everyone could benefit from ozone. Just drinking the ozone water, you know, for half an hour, you ozonate the water. That in itself has helped with digestion. It's helped, the encephalation has helped get rid of candida and other things. It can help with parasites, with ropeworms, which is a parasite, with um, 
biofilm, which is very much an issue when when you're contending with, let's say, Lyme or you're contending with any virus. I mean, you think of sci-fi, if you start studying viruses and, and their power, you realize how intelligent and out there they are. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's it's amazing. So and evolving, I would say that they they learn to uh, combat the antibiotics that we throw out there, and they become super viruses. Yes, yes, uh, super bugs, and 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 they they hide behind biofilm. Uh, I interviewed Aaron Brockovich not too long ago, and there's epidemic or there was a, a breakout of Legionnaires bacteria in the pipes in Pennsylvania and New York, and there are biofilms in the pipes as well. So these viruses create a, a shield where they hide, and you take the antibiotic, and all you're doing is bolstering their existence, and you're not able to reach them the company is called hyperbaric php okay just fyi well thank you for sharing that so let's get into your documentary because it's not every day that somebody just says oh i'm gonna make a documentary about something i'm passionate about a lot of people have ideas and hopes and dreams i'd love to do a keto one someday but they have hopes and dreams but they don't really ever fulfill it what possessed you to want to be the director of a documentary and tell us about Vanishing of the Beast? Yeah, I'd like to start by saying that 2017 marks 10 years since colony collapse disorder was first, quote unquote, discovered by David Hackenberg mm-hmm. in America. They called it Mad B disease in France, and it was seen there in the mid-90s, but in the States, it's since 2007. And so, in a way, this is an anniversary. And, and also, I tell people that a decade later that we are the bees slowly being poisoned by wow. sublethal effects due to all the chemicals in our food, air, water, earth, so on and so forth products. Uh, but like I mentioned, I had a near-death experience and I wanted to be of service and I wanted to do something that is greater than me. We live in a paradigm that's driven by the bottom line or driven by fear. And I wanted to do something that had an impact And um, I was looking for projects, and I co-directed the film with George Langworthy. And uh, he had heard from his friend that the bees were disappearing, and this is a global crisis. I don't think I would have devoted five years to something if I didn't intuitively feel that it would be as big and impactful as as it has been, the movie and the the condition, uh, because making a film for five years, being on food stamps is not easy and not everyone can hack it. So that's what possessed me (laughs) and didn't didn't really know what I would discover going down. You know, I didn't know that bees are trucked from state to state on on semis. I, I, I didn't realize even at that point that they pollinate one in every three bites of our food, everything from avocados to zucchinis. And so I remember one moment, uh, maybe year two, I was in the tub and I was like, oh my God, what I, what if I am become a crazy bee lady? Like, this is it. Because typically I would have thought I'd move on. I've done so many different projects that I would just move on. And now I'm in really in service to the bees and their message. And I joke that all roads can lead to bee. Uh, I can connect the bees to so many things, mm-hmm. just emulating them on how they work for the greater good. We can argue on what the greater good is, but being selfless and being being in service to something that's bigger than us. And, and so the bees 
have so many, they're so ancient and they teach us so much, but I've really become an advocate for clean living. I have developed multiple chemical sensitivities and the irony is that after making the film, I myself was exposed to pesticides on three different occasions and uh, now I'm a canary myself and can detect things. I say that I have super nasal powers, which I do. <laughs> and um, I just think they're amazing creatures. And, and here we are 10 years later and the bees are still dying. We're on the verge of seeing bear crop science that makes these uh, bee killing systemic pesticides fuse with Monsanto. I mean, Monsanto. Um, so that's very. You said the M word. <laughs> I said the M word. Um, so so that that is uh, something to contend with, and we really have to wonder why we're putting so many poisons, and and why is it that we have to pay basically more money to not get poisoned and to eat clean food? Yeah. And even if you walk into a health food store, let's say in Italy and Rome, there are luckily a lot of health food stores. The people don't, that are selling these supposedly bio products just turn, you know, there's magnesium stearate, there's dioxide, there's all this crap inactive ingredients that are just crappy fillers. Uh, I was trying to buy some smoked salmon. Why is my smoked salmon, why are you adding sugar to my smoke? Why do I want to add sugar to fish? That's just what yeah um, so we have to really scrutinize and we're living in a society where the system is is set up so that we're just wanting to put food on our table everything is so fast paced and you really have to make an effort to feed yourself in a clean way but i can tell you that these things accumulate in the body and um, the key is to have a strong immune system i believe yeah and, and that's where what I advocate for as far as nutrition goes, a ketogenic diet, you know, lowers your inflammation and kind of puts you in the best possible position to deal with any exposure that you may or may not know that you're getting. America has a new favorite protein bar, and it's the chocolate chip cookie dough bar from Quest Nutrition. Each Quest bar contains 21 grams of protein of fiber and has just one gram of sugar. Visit their website, questnutrition.com, to find their full selection of bars, shakes, chips, and more. And coming soon, don't miss the special keto line of products that have been under development for the past two years. Again, give them a try at Quest Nutrition. Nutrition.com. Have you tried the Jigsaw Electrolyte Supreme yet? It replenishes minerals, B vitamins, and electrolytes that are lost daily through sweat, urination, occasional diarrhea, and exercise. A Live in La Vida low carb show listener named Trisha writes, I listened to your podcast on the iPhone app and have enjoyed your sponsor, Jigsaw Health, where you talked about the electrolytes lemon lime for $10 off with coupon code LLVLC. My feet and legs cramp up often, even though LCHF two and a half years and then keto half year after that for three years total eating well. I wondered if the electrolytes would help, so I used your coupon code. First night of drinking the mixture all day, no cramps, slept well, and every night since. Just reordered the three pack this time saving more money and using your code once again thank you it really tastes good and works great i use twice the amount of water they suggest or it's too sweet for me so i put a scoop in 16 ounces or half a scoop in eight ounces 
instead of one in eight. So join Trisha, get Jigsaw Electrolyte Supreme, head on over to lowcarbelectrolytes.com and definitely use the coupon code LLVLC at checkout to save $10 off of your order. Again, it's called Jigsaw Electrolyte Supreme. Now, some people may be hearing you, uh, Miriam, today and, oh, well, that's all alarmist. There's really nothing to truly be worried about because people would be falling sick and dying in the streets, but that's not happening. How would you respond to anyone that might be thinking that? That is a very good point. And um, I would say that there's a a study that just came out. I I would like to um, just read to you. I'm mindful that I come off as alarmist and I'm mindful that for the past 10 years I've been basically focusing on the food supply and toxins really. And so I, I speak from that perspective. But if we keep on going down this trajectory, I believe that in a decade, if you're a 40 year old and you tell me that you are in perfect health, that you will be an anomaly given the amount of toxins that we face. Mm-hmm. And so Again, if you have a strong immune system, just like the bees, you know, they want to blame it on uh, the mite, the viruses. When we've been living with viruses for eons, it's really the immune system that is super important. So what I wanted to say is that there was a massive investigation on the propagation of chronic disease, and it reveals for the first time that up to 95% of the population is sick from a spectrum of chronic conditions. This is unexampled in human history, and it's taken just about 80 years. And so if we're going to, you know, we, we all vibe with different regimes. And so instead of being divisive, let's say like a staunch vegan, I would like to focus on what we can agree on, which is that modern agriculture is the crux of the issue, yes. how we grow our food. Agreed. You know, because some, some people are AB type, they can handle, I can't handle just eating um, vegan. I, I've dabbled in that. By the way, the study was in 2013. It's the Global Burden of Disease Study, if someone wants to look it up. Because I know that I do come off as alarmist, but you know, let's talk in that person in five years and see how they're doing if they continue eating, drinking their Coca-Cola and and putting mainstream products on their skin, you know, and then you go into to Western medicine. And like, I just spoke to a customer who bought some CBD for her brother who was told, who's put on Oxycontin for arthritis. What the F are you doing, doctor, to put a patient on an opiate instead of prescribing an anti-inflammatory diet looking to see if there's pathogens and bolstering the immune system? Mm -hmm. Western medicine is not the answer, and it's becoming increasingly obvious. So what I've been preaching or or, or sharing since 2008 is only going to become more apparent and Although I may sound alarmist, it's time for people to wake up. You know, right now I'm I'm documenting and working with some filmmakers on the Human Longevity Project. And we're interviewing centurions, people in the blue zones, and looking at what it is that they're eating and and, and their life. Why is it that these people can live to 100? And we are running into people that are subsisting. There was one 103-year-old. I was speaking to the, the father of the blue zones, Michel Poulain, and he's interviewed, he's, he's interviewed, you know, like a 103 year old who subsisted on potatoes, which is a nightshade, which 
you know, how nutritious is that? How Maybe the soil was nutritious. It was, you know, because our soil is also being compromised in a big way. So we have to wonder, it's not just about nutrition. It's also about community. Um, it's about a sense of purpose. But it is definitely eating local, locally grown food in a non-processed manner. Right. So uh, I, I'm working... The person, the producer from the project, um, Jason Prawl, is had gluten in se- sensitivities and has worked on dealing with viruses and 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 his and bolstering his immune system, and now can eat gluten in, in with no problems. So why is that? Uh, I don't eat gluten, even if I did fix, I choose not to eat gluten. Yeah. Um, but we have to take a look at that instead of being dogmatic or black and white. Um, you know, he, there are a group of people that contend that glyphosate is what the issue is when it comes to wheat. Right. I'm still on the fence because I do think that the wheat of today is super hybridized and there's more chromosomes having red wheat belly. And it's not the wheat of yesterday uh, because we have also met 100-year-olds who, who praise uh, wheat. Um, so, you know, it's not black and white. And I've also on this conference that I was at called Journey to 100 and, and speaking with other health experts, because I certainly know a lot, but I'm not a functional medicine doctor. Um, I'm, I'm studying to be a coach and studying functional medicine and know a lot. Uh, and some of them eat fruit and talk about the benefits of fruit that kind of goes against a ketogenic diet. Right. I, I myself, I haven't eaten a banana in a year now. I used to be a a staunch banana supporter. And I don't bananas. even remember what a banana tastes like. It's been so long <laughs> since I've had one. <laughs> uh, I know that I would think it's super sweet. Oh, now. it'd be uber uh, sweet now for me. I, I yeah. even taste like, you know, berries and I'm, it's like a strawberry. Yeah. is just way too sweet for me now. I yeah. just, I can't handle it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so yes, so, go ahead. So with all the gloom and doom <laughs> that, that yes. people might be hearing or at least vibing from you to hear today, Miriam, Give them some hope, you know, because a lot Absolutely. of people have, have been living a long time in this environment that you're describing. What can they do to undo the damage that's been done? I, I hope I don't come off as doom and gloom because my, my film, we made a conscious effort to empower people uh, with with things that they can do to help the bees, to help themselves, mm-hmm. uh, whether it's eating, you know, shopping at a farmer's market, getting rid of the home pesticides in, in you know, like I'm here in this apartment and the woman on Airbnb, she's like, we have a, a an ant problem and she showed me some poisons. I'm like, no, 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 I'll take the ants. No, please, no poisons. Um, so being mindful, we can be the change. And I am living a proof. I, I, I've been run over by a car at 30 miles an hour, broken many bones, had a metal rod put in my leg. I've been exposed to pesticides on three occasions. I've been diagnosed with an autoimmune. I've had a host of health issues and I am vibrant and I do not look 44 and I am healthy and I'm active and I stand for inspiration of what is possible. Being told you have an autoimmune and now we have 80 million people in the country that have autoimmune in, in in the U.S. alone, being told that your body is attacking itself. No, the body is doing what it can to heal. Mm-hmm. You know, be, being told that is very negative. Here, have some Cymbalta. Here's some steroids. See you later. Uh, no, 
you can take health into your own hands and you can reverse your condition. You, you just need to figure out what it is you're contending with. And food is thy medicine. I could say food is foe or friend. So food is definitely part of it. Being happy, having a sense of purpose. Yes. Um, there's definitely, definitely lots of things to be hopeful for. Um, we just need to be aware. We need to, you know, do your own research, employ critical thinking. So by no means am I doom and gloom. <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm, I'm laying out facts, folks. Th- these are facts. Yeah, and I think sometimes when someone is so uber passionate like you are, it can come across in a way that mm. you never intended for it to. Just because people, you know, you've got to kind of meet them where they are and kind of speak their language and then work yeah. them to the level of where you are in your <laughs> thinking. Because you're already probably 25 years ahead thinking of what most people that don't even yeah. have a clue about this, they're still 10 years ago uh, behind in their thinking. Yeah, I think that's a very good point, Jimmy, that that I do have to be mindful of how I come across. I'm working on that <laughs> because I am I am kind of a food Nazi. You know, I am I don't feel like I'm depriving myself of anything. Yeah. I just know too much and I don't want to put uh, toxins in my body. Uh, I would like to, you know, for instance, Jason Prawl does energy testing. I would like to work with him and see how I could further bolster my immune system. Like right now I was in Sardinia and I was exposed to mold and I went down for the count for a couple of days. I, I had silver. I did a coffee enema. I bounced back, but I'm definitely still a sensitive being. Uh, I would like to look and see how I can reverse the the multiple chemical sensitivities um so thanks for that i I definitely do not want to come across in an alarmist way i want to be inspiring to people and it is important to meet them where they are and not be preaching so to speak so yeah and i just know my audience really well that after this airs that girl if you hadn't asked her about it i was going to write you and say she's very alarmist and so yeah i I think it it helps us all uh as we're trying to learn because this whole health journey that i talk about here so often it always boils down to where are you at this moment and Mm. i think back to 2004 before i made my change where I am today, and it's it's just light years difference uh, yes. in my knowledge base, and so you add to it, and so I I think having a film like what you created, and I definitely want you to tell people where they can find your film. Uh, again, the film is called Vanishing of the Bees. Very well done. You sent me a copy of it, Thank and you. I really Thank loved you. it. How can people access your film? Thank you. The film is on iTunes and the film is on, I think now they've gone back to old school Netflix, which I don't know who orders DVDs anymore. It's on Hulu. Um, and I don't, you know, they're focusing on their own content, right. but I don't understand in 2017 why they're not offering it. I'd offer it for free, but you can get it on iTunes or Hulu. And again, it is full of um, solutions in the end to, to empower people to be the change that they want to see. And uh, I very much stand for what is possible, having been told, like I said, that my body was attacking itself. And that had a, you know, our beliefs also are integral to creating our reality and when you are healing to be able to know thyself and to take a look at ourselves and see 
how we may be standing in our own way. And also, it's not what happens to you, but what you do with, with that, um, how you perceive things. Yeah. And so, uh, part of my journey has been, you know, being a victim and then feeling victorious and, and wanting to take responsibility um, and questioning things and not just accepting what me- Western medicine uh, has to has to offer. Um, so, so like I said, really being an a- advocate on what, on, you know, in, in your life. Uh, you, you are in charge of your life and ev- anything is possible. Um, hopefully, if, if your condition hasn't gone, you know, I, I've spoken to people who've, who've had onset Parkinson's or their life, their their health had been incapacitated because let's say they worked on airlines and they were exposed to pesticides there or aerotoxic syndrome. I, I think detoxing is also very much a part of healing. Uh, I've, I've worked with people where they're throwing everything in the kitchen sink, but they're not liberating their body of the toxins and their liver is so sluggish that they're able to do what it's meant to do. Would so fasting you need to- be a part of that? I personally have not had experience with fasting. I've heard you talking about intermittent fasting. Intermittent or water fasting, fast. uh, water yes. only fast for three, five, seven, twelve days. Just any number of ways to de- detox with a fast. Yeah, I can't speak to that. That's not my thing mm-hmm. to fast. Uh, I've heard good things, let's say, with a liver flush when you're doing a fast. Uh, I'm more into coffee enemas because I feel that they're gentle, they're easy, they're inexpensive, and they've been, you know, or or glutathione. But Mm -hmm. supporting supporting the liver um, to do its job if it's been compromised uh, or if you're dealing with oxidative stress. Um, So... Yeah, that, that's what I would say. I don't know. Have you worked with, with fasting? Uh, I wrote a whole book about it last year called oh, The wow. Complete Guide to Fasting with Dr. Jason Fung. If you're interested in learning more, it might be another modality to add to your, your tool chest there to, uh, yes. to help other people. And it sounds like you're doing a really great job of helping people. Again, her name, Miriam Hanin. Definitely check out her website, honeycolony.com. And she has a personal website as well, Miriam Hanin. Com. We'll have all these links at the show notes section at the Live and Low Carb Show.com. But Miriam, thanks so much for joining us here today on the Live and La Vida Low Carb Show. Thank you so much, Jimmy. Coming up next time on the Live and La Vida Low Carb Show, we'll have an LLVLC Show classic episode with Brad Pilon. Get show notes for today's episode at theliveandlowcarbshow.com. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review at iTunes. Thanks for listening to the Live and La Vida Low Carb Show. We'll see you next time.